listening from mondays.pwop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, and Karen Greenwald announcing show number 31. It's 4.30 in the morning, and Carl just woke me up to record this stupid f***ing intro. Mondays is produced by Bop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who doesn't understand the words, I'm sleeping, go away, Carl Franklin. Thanks very much, Jeff. Too bad you're not here. Uh, that wasn't f***ing it either, was it, Carl? No, that was it. Okay, that one that's smooth. That was Thanks, it. Carl, for putting us in the right direction now. We're all set. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see, I it's so funny because Jeff is actually not here, and what you just heard there was a uh, an after uh, overdub, I a guess you would call it. Yeah, stitching. As we like to say in the biz. No, Jeff isn't here. I don't know exactly what he's doing. We'll find out next week. You know, I'm easy. I guess uh, we'll find out. Who knows? How are you guys doing? I'm great. You are? <laughs> That's what yeah. it says on the bathroom wall. But I'm bumped. Yes. No, I'm good. I'm all I'm all rested and relaxed. Sober? I had it. I'm fean you. <laughs> you, Campbell. You're she, so mean. She's so not mean. only sober, she, she's drinking coffee. I'm drinking black coffee, unadulterated by any of your cream and sugar concoctions. Ew. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, she's just she's just angry tonight, Richard. Not the normal angry drunk. <laughs> just angry. Yeah, I'm just angry. So I'm angry, angry sober. Just angry. No, I'm I'm all rested and relaxed. I had a camping vacation in Vermont. It was awesome. Did you read all ten books? Uh, <laughs> oh, I read everything. I read, 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 read. Poor read. bastard. <laughs> Try. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Th- you know, he came across somebody. Um, so he was working, and this computer guy came into his office, and Troy said said something about .NET rocks to him, like oh, just really? like made a. Oh, am I not supposed to say that? I'm no, sure. no, no, it's fine. And no, yeah. he said something about .NET, and the guy turns around. And he's like, "What? How do you know that? Like, you're like a civilian. You don't know that. You can't you know, know about totally- that." And Troy's like was on the verge of saying like, oh, what do you know about Mondays? And Karen, my wife, is, you know, on Mondays. But then Troy's he like, didn't say that. No, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know what? I better listen to Mondays before I tell people I work with. Oh, no, Karen... he's going to listen to it. I think so. Oh, that's oh no, that's uh, very it's the bad. end of the world as we know it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, we're going to be I'm going to be in the local paper this week. Oh, I had a. The newspaper, yeah, the local newspaper finally got around to figuring out that, hey, the guy right up the street's been in the New York Times, the Hartford Current, and Wired. Maybe we better go look him up. <laughs> anyway, so uh, a reporter came over and, and we had some, uh, you know, some coffee downstairs and told him all about the millions of things that we do up here. And they took a picture and it's going to be in the local paper. So, woohoo! So we shall expect some local. New London listeners that's to this particular show. There you go. They can stop. Th- then we're going to have a fan base right outside our studio when we record. And so right I- now they're listening and saying, what is this? <laughs> what the f***? The <laughs> other thing I want to mention is that, you know, the um, Monday's listeners, are, many of them are also listeners to .NET Rocks. And, and those that are know that the .NET Rocks uh, road trip is just around the corner. Richard and I are getting in an RV. And we're going cross-country from Boston all the way out to Los Angeles, to San Francisco, to Las Vegas is where we're ending up. Boston via uh, Orlando. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) The straight way. And Mark is actually going to uh, drive with us from Austin to uh, Los Angeles. Right, Mark? Uh, Maybe, maybe not, man. I might or might not be on there. He's waffling on this. Just out of curiosity. We don't announce... We don't pre-announce any locations that I would be at. Out of curiosity, okay. why wouldn't you? I don't know if you're familiar or not, but I do a story called a segment called "Dumber Than Me," where I highlight felons and criminals and poke fun at them, and I use their real names, and then they come get me. Yeah, that part. So I'm in Idaho. So out of curiosity, why wouldn't you have me go to Vegas, my favorite place on the planet? It's just not going to be all that exciting in Vegas. Mm. 
Austin. Plus, we want you to actually show up not drunk and broke. <laughs> oh. oh, then Austin's and probably angry. good. You can't be angry. There's, we figured odds. No anger. Odds were a little better that in, in, in Austin than Vegas. There's a lot of great music in Austin. So. Great music, great barbecue. Excellent. Yeah. All right. And lots all right of young university kids. Ooh, hey, exciting. This is what I'm trying so to tell you. Fun. Well, let's kick this show off right with a little segment we like to call The Week in Geek. This is where I find funny, geeky stories. Actually, these are not funny stories, but I make them funny. Stories in the news that have to do with science and technology. Keep you abreast of what's going on. With a little twist is only we can do. Story number one. AFP reported last week that three Singaporeans were arrested for illegally distributing music files. Acting on a tip-off in March from Record Industry Association Singapore, that's R-I-A-S, kids. Police monitored the trio, including a 16-year-old student, before making the arrest in pre-dawn raids Wednesday, a police statement said. The three men were arrested in their respective homes where police found four computers and one laptop with 20,000 MP3 music files for distribution over a chat channel on the internet. Wow. Yeah, Singapore. Wanting to destroy the illegally obtained music, the authorities demanded that the three men remove the files from the computers, put them in a plastic bag, and flush them down the toilet. <laughs> when, the okay. three, when the three men insisted that this was not possible, they were taken outside, their clothes were removed, and they were caned repeatedly. Very nice. <laughs> you know, i got to tell you about Singapore. If you ever fly into Singapore... Yeah. You know how whenever you fly into a foreign country, even in Canada, they give you a little card so you can, you know, say where you're from and anything you gotta declare and stuff? On yeah. the card when you're flying to Singapore, it says drug smuggling is punishable yeah. by death in Singapore. Right. Yeah. yeah. They don't they don't fuck around no. there. No. I, I just wonder what it's like to clean the toilets out of those airplanes. Because all the as soon as they hand those cards out, like fifteen <laughs> people head for the can. Every time. <laughs> Well, isn't right underneath that, Richard, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't say right underneath that, are you now smuggling any drugs, yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) Two little checkboxes. All right, story number two. Microsoft thinks the term RSS is too short and boring. A well-known Microsoft web logger or blogger is downplaying the proposed use of a new name for RSS, really simple syndication, in the next version of Internet Explorer, following several days of intense discussion about the notion of rebranding RSS in the weblog community. In an interview Wednesday, Robert Scoble, a Microsoft technical evangelist and writer of a popular weblog about the software giant, says the company had not made a final decision as to whether it would rename RSS Web Feeds in the final version of IE7, the way it has in the beta version that is available now. We spoke to Robert Scoble, who, as you know, or may not know, is a friend of Monday's. On Sunday, we spoke to him, and he told us that Microsoft has already rejected some 50 alternative names for RSS feeds proposed by members of the IE team. Some of his favorites are Digital Crack Feeds. <laughs> Asynchronous web data channel transmission stream parts. Ouch. Mm. That's actually not that funny. That could actually be one, couldn't it? Yeah, we hope not. I like this one. Google killing mana from the gods feeds. (laughs) (laughs) And the ever popular, all right, you whining Microsoft bashers, shut the f*** up and prepare to be amazed feeds. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I love that name. Mark, you just keep up that enthusiasm, man. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> Hearing your cheery and loud, raucous laughter, that's what really does it for me, Mark. <laughs> you, you, you could tell I kind of, it was kind of forced while, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I just, I felt awkward with all the silence, and so I felt it was, I should try Great. throwing something out. Great. I'll try to be more sincere. <laughs> Story number three, lift the throttle, but don't drink the worm. Two worms named Zotob and Arbot are wreaking havoc with Windows 2000 computers all over the world. As of last Thursday, they had infected more than 250,000 Windows 2000 computers and those running older versions of Windows XP, but mostly Windows 2000 computers. The media really picked up on this story once CNN reported that some of its systems had become infected by the worm and naturally published a big old story on it. 
The director of Microsoft's Security Response Center, Debbie, Debbie Fry Wilson, said the computer giant was in, quote, emergency response mode. She said, quote, right now we're mobilizing our two war rooms, is what she told CNN. This is so cool, Carl. I bet it's just like the Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. I mean, like 23 security experts sitting around in a room full of -of state-of-the-art PCs, all playing Doom 3, waiting for, like, old ladies to call, screaming, my computer won't at the top of their lungs. And, like, the expert team's got to think fast to calm them down and guide them through the delicate process of removing the worm so they can get back online and order another copy of Justin Timberlake's latest CD from Amazon. I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> what are you guys laughing at, man? I'm serious. Anyway, Microsoft is advising everyone running Windows 2000 to download the latest updates. Story number four. We're a school. Schools don't use books. From Associated Press, students at Empire High School in Tucson, Arizona, started class this year with no textbooks. But it wasn't because of a funding crisis. Instead, the school issued iBooks, laptop computers by Apple Computer Incorporated, to each of its 340 students. Wow. Becoming one of the first U.S. public schools to shun printed textbooks. True story. School officials believe the electronic materials will get students more engaged in learning. Empire High, which opened for the first time this year, was designed specifically to have a textbook-free environment. Quote, We've always been pretty aggressive in the use of technology, and we have a history of taking risks, said Calvin Baker, superintendent of the Vail Unified School District, which has 7,000 students outside of Tucson. Quote, the students will be taught important computer skills, such as how to forward emails to all their family and friends, how to share legal MP3s with each other, how to make their own videos, and how to set up BitTorrent networks to share those perfectly legal videos with each other, end quote. (laughs) And (laughs) when asked what methods were used to digitize all the existing textbooks and learning materials, Baker said this. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to cry again. (laughs) And that, my friends, is the Weekend Geek for this week. Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn how to forward those emails to their family and friends. Otherwise, you know, how can you call yourself a a high-tech computer person? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just glad this school. They were talking about taking risks. I'm just glad they're they're doing it with technology before. Because if I recall correctly, this school used to take risks by applying grease to the wheels of the school buses. <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, in Tucson they don't get any snow days, but now they're going to get virus days. Yeah, uh, virus days, worm days, worm days. <laughs> <laughs> well, Karen, are you ready? I'm always ready. All right, she was burn ready. And by the way, if you didn't think that Week in Geek was that funny, you knew New London listeners, just go listen to last week's show. It was much better than this week's. <laughs> uh, wait, Carl, they're, they're going to hear the same joke if they go to last week. They're going to hear that yeah. same quote go from the guy. Go to last week. Go to last week. Well, that's week. why it's funny this week, see? You might want to have them go to another show. <laughs> no, last week's was great. Okay. All right, it's time for Girl. 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 That's right. Karen Greenwald sharing her... Drunk and angry insights. I am so happy and sober. Just angry, not drunk. No, I'm never angry. Um, well, here's the thing. I decided to talk about something a little more benign today since Mark has that like extreme persecution oh, complex. <laughs> so I thought I'd get off his ass for one week. Yeah, I didn't have it a complex, so you started ex- persecuting me in a rather extreme way. <laughs> That's right, Mr. Narcissist. Who's Everything's persecuting about my you. Lifestyle? I mean, for God's sakes, can a man have a Pez collection without feeling bad Everything. about it? <laughs> What's so, up, Karen? I was feeling, and I was feeling a little homesick. And so I thought we would talk about my favorite city, Boston. Here's the thing. 
people always say, if you're living in Boston, people say things like, Boston sucks. You can't take a left anywhere in the city. The T closes way too soon and the taxes and the rents are completely unreasonable. And these words, although completely true, are always... (laughs) (laughs) So much for our love of Boston. (laughs) Every bit of it is true, yeah. So? But they're definitely made by people who... I didn't really think this through. Just FYI, guys. I'm just talking out of my ass here. I have no idea. But here's the thing. These things are said by people who have never lived outside of Boston, and they take for granted living in a city where you can rent an apartment with 150-year-old crown molding and get food made authentically by any ethnicity you can ever imagine. Mm. You just have to wake up and smell the Dunkin' Donuts, Boston Bostonians. <laughs> that sort of thing does not happen everywhere. In Kansas, pasta is still considered exotic food. <laughs> I grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> Especially ramen noodles, boy. Woo. That's living. I grew up in the suburbs of Boston and spent most of my adult life living in the city with the exception of a stint in Europe and in Southern California. And I currently find myself no longer living in Boston um, as I serve out some kind of term as a Connecticut suburban housewife, which is another tirade entirely. But the point is, (laughs) with so many things, you don't know how good something is until you no longer have it. Boston is good. It's really good. The best thing about Boston is that there are really smart people everywhere you go. And again, if you don't know any better, you can take this for granted, but it's rare and it's true. Think of the concentration of hospitals and universities in one area. It simply raises the bar. Boston people read a lot, and as a result, they have a lot to say. And if you're willing to overlook the slightly annoying accent, they know how to say it really well. You get a sense... You get a sense. What are you talking about? People, you should hear. My whole entire family has a really bad, bad, bad Boston accents. But you get the feeling that the people hanging out at Foley's could be the next Algonquin Roundtable. It's just that special of a place. Wait, when wait I, the next what? When I lived in LA, the women I hung out with. Oh, well, um, wait a minute. No, it's to, uh, the women uh, you hung uh, out with? What? No, I, that's another show. Wait a minute. That was a, this, your brief stint as a lesbian, maybe? Was in, that was in Boston. <laughs> um, We're talking about L.A. here. I did not have to go West Coast to get all jiggy with the women. Woo! No, I'm yeah. just kidding. If you're going to do anything on the left coast, it involves implants. Just to, exactly, I know. When I all right, when I lived in LA, the women I hung out with were impressed because I had a BA, and this was shocking to me because my BA seems pretty standard in Boston, where you generally are unimpressed unless it's at least a PhD. Mm-hmm. But we East Coast girls. May not be as quick to adorn, uh, adorn a thong, but we're very smart. And also in Boston, you're not as likely to hear a conversation where somebody says something like, you don't know the facts. The fact is that it says in Matthew 9.17, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, the facts we argue over. In Boston, people are less likely <laughs> to give you factual credentials using Bible quotations. Yeah. And there are more in then now. And, and this didn't really occur to me until I was waiting at a school bus stop in my Connecticut suburban life. And someone said, you know, they're offering yoga at the community center, center and it's supposed to be really good for you. Have you ever heard of it? And you can imagine my reaction in astonished Scooby-Doo. Huh? Have I heard of yoga? There is just a certain amount of cultural literacy that one should possess. Enough said. There is one more point that needs to be addressed. There is no other American city that you can compare Boston to except for maybe New York. And I'm still going to maintain my position that there's a greater concentration of smart people. I realize that New York possesses a lot of heavyweight intellectuals, but the Boston pool is just not as diluted. I also realize... <laughs> what? Thank hey, you. let's piss off New Yorkers now. Oh, yeah. Don't, you can edit that out. Great. I don't care. I have no idea what I'm saying. But uh, my point is... For everybody listening, is, Karen's in Idaho. That's right. It's just, um, New York is quite possibly the capital city of the Western world, but it's exactly what makes Boston more appealing. Because if Boston and New York were brothers in a romantic comedy, then New York would be the chiseled, gorgeous doctor driving a jag, and Boston would be the younger, quirkier brother with tussled hair and an amazing smile. And I think we all know (laughs) 
who Meg Ryan would pick. The one we all want, Boston. So when you think of Boston, consider all the things you have. You may not be able to take a left anywhere in the city, but that kind of makes it like a secret code you use to confuse the outsiders. Uh, The tea tea (laughs) does stop running too soon, but let's face it, Boston's really not that big, and you could probably walk if you have to. That's right. And we all know how expensive it is, but nothing's for nothing. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Girl. Woo. We really need more people to clap. So if you're living in New London and you'd like to be a clapper on Mondays, just come on over Thursday nights at 10 o'clock and uh, rap on the door. Wait, wait, We're looking for clappers. You're, were you, you're, did you, I, I didn't hear you. Did you say you're asking for fluffers? No, I knew that was coming. <laughs> clappers. The fluffers. Clappers. We, we need fluffers for our show? I, I wasn't aware of this. I, I want to make this clear that I am extending an invitation to anybody who is in the London area on a Thursday night at 10 p.m. who wants to come in uh, to the studio, grab a pair of headphones, sit down, and uh, lap and cla- laugh and clap. <laughs> lap and clap. Laugh <laughs> and, and clap. Lap. And Did you say get clap from my lap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I, I said. Mean. Nature fluffers with clap? <laughs> No, we want fluffers without clap if it's all the same to you. All right, Mark Miller. So no people dumber than me this week? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, unfortunately, I was the dumbest person this last week. (laughs) (laughs) But, But you got something else in its place, right? That's right, Carl. I'm introducing a new segment called Crazy Old Naked Guys in the News. Here's our first story. Crazy old naked guy, not so naked anymore. Like most of us, Robert Norton of Pekin, Illinois, was born naked. But as Mr. Norton grew, he soon learned that his God-given right to work in his garden and wander away from home, in all his nakedness, was not so widely understood by the local community. In fact, since 1962, Mr. Norton has been arrested 21 times for indecent exposure. Wow. Brenda Loetta, a neighbor of Mr. Norton, said she has never spoken to him despite living next door for more than a decade. Hmm. Quote, we didn't really know him. We just had him arrested. End quote. That's what I look for in a neighbor. Mr. Norton has fought every arrest since 1962 arguing that he had a constitutional right to public nakedness. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, Carl. I've been trying to argue that one for myself. I mean, you know, you see a hot chick walking along, and you're thinking, damn, what about my constitutional right to see this lady naked? <laughs> I mean, come on, lady. You're so fine. And Article 17 of the Constitution says it's time for you to get naked. <laughs> That tight skirt and top are unconstitutional. In the name of our founding fathers, I command you to show me your inner sanctum. (laughs) And then right about then is when my wife smacks me upside my head. And then I realize that I might not have only been thinking that, but saying it as well. (laughs) Regardless, while no one denies our constitutional right to naked hot chicks in public, there are those who are unfamiliar with the footnote authored by the great Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> God. Fortunately, I happen to have a copy of the Constitution right here. <laughs> Article 17 says, We recognize that all men are created equal, but we also understand that really hot chicks are more equal than others. And, and so in this great land of ours, they are entitled to the additional pursuit of nudic freedom. Nudic, nudic freedom? I don't think that's a real word. And I don't think there's an Article 17. Asterix! And then if you go to the bottom of the Constitution, you'll plainly see this footnote. And I quote, <laughs> hot chicks are defined as chicks that are hot. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> If your ass is larger than an apple barrel, then unfortunately, my dear, you are not hot and you are not entitled to the above-mentioned nudic freedoms. Great. And speaking of which, a word to my fat-ass neighbor Gladys, who likes to lay out in her yard all day long. Don't think that putting your giant ass in a tiny G-string and doing all... 
and doing all those sexy poses isn't a vibe. <laughs> What the f*** isn't a violation of the Constitution, Gladys, because it is. Put it on. Put it all uh, on. I'm calling the cops right after I finish poking out my eyes with these sharpened, pointy sticks that I've just lit on fire. <laughs> and speaking of poking out your eyes, that's just what Mr. Norton's neighbor wanted to do. After all, she had spent years taking her daughter to the faraway park rather than letting her play in the garden just because of the, quote, naked old man next door, she said. <laughs> I'm still quoting Miss Louette here. Quote, normally, if we had him arrested in the spring, he'd be gone for the summer and we wouldn't have to worry about him until the next spring. <laughs> the the cycle of arrest continued until last month when tragically at 82, Mr. Norton passed away, Aww. dying of natural causes unrelated to nudity. His, <laughs> his last departing wish, to leave this world the same way he entered it, naked. Oh yeah, this is the guy who wanted to be buried naked. Mr. Norton's brother Jack, a minister, said, quote, he's not going to be buried in the nude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Mr. Norton's other brother explained that the nakedness was not meant to offend, quote, he was a naturist and he just chose to be in the nude as people who are seeking nature. He was a peace-loving person, end quote. His family said that they hoped his burial would lay years of controversy to rest. Oh yeah, right, Carl. Except for the fact that they laid him to rest on an ancient Indian burial grounds. Nothing worse than a crazy old naked dead guy making friends with a bunch of pissed off crazy old naked dead guys and figuring out a way to come back undead and terrorizing your town and all their <laughs> naked undeadness. <laughs> I mean, think about it, Carl. Sure, meat shields protect against normies, normal zombie attacks. But do you really think you can survive the mental scarring of having a crazy old naked guy humping your leg while he's sinking his teeth into the flame mignon strapped to your neck? <laughs> and forget about getting in a headshot i mean all it takes is one look at the dangling junk and you'll all be hypnotized and forget about it you'll be frozen unable to look away it's it's like this super, super medusa power but forget about holding up a mirror these crazy old naked zombies they actually like how they look they'll come running closer and then start humping your leg again <laughs> so mr norton you crazy old naked guy you, sir, have a more wrinkly ass than I. <laughs> You're insane, man. <laughs> and that's it for crazy old naked guys in the news. <sighs> bum, bum, insert, why, is anyone, bum, bum. why is anyone buried in clothes? Isn't that it's, weird? That is yeah, weird. Because they're buried, right? What do they look like now? It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, I guess just the clothes thing is very weird. It is weird. So is well, swimming with clothes in a box on. Thing's pretty weird too, isn't it? Especially if you're going to be burned, you know. If you're going to be cremated, why dress up for that? You dress up, yeah. and then just like the the really durable buttons are left in your ashes. <laughs> so, Richard, you got. Uh, hang on. As if you're segueing for hang on a second. Hey there, is this the Monday's podcast? Uh, excuse me, can I help you? I'm Dwayne. Dwayne? Yeah, Dwayne. You know, the Antichrist, son of the devil. It's me, Dwayne. Uh, look, uh, Dwayne, right now we're, uh, we're right in the middle of recording and doing... Hey, uh, Carl, do you think this would be a good time to talk? Uh, just a second, Mark. We had this visitor walk in and I need to uh, just Are talk. you Carl? Yeah, yeah. I'm. Look, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. See, we're doing a show here. Hey, Carl, called can Mon you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me, Carl? Yeah. You know, this reminds me, there was something I forgot to tell hey, you about. Hey, Carl, do you like T-Ball? Because uh, I like T-Ball. Hey, excuse me, Dwayne, but you can't just come in here and put on a set of headphones like that. They're not supposed to be stretched like that, man. We're recording a show, and we need to be quiet. Hey, so for... anyway, Carl, remember last week when I was up there and I had that rental car trouble? Mark, wait a minute. Some guy in a helmet just walked into the studio, and he, he put on a set of headphones. My name is Dwayne. I'm the Antichrist. Well, hi, Dwayne. Excuse me, but why are you wearing that helmet? Protection. Hey, the, the headphones aren't supposed to stretch like that, man. Hey, Mark, this guy's wearing a lime green helmet. Oh, yeah, I know. You know? How do you know? Oh, sure. Remember last week when I called you from that repair shop? Uh, yeah. And you remember responding in the affirmative when I asked you for your power of attorney, right? No, I actually don't remember that. 
Right. Well, it was just a temporary power of attorney. Well, anyway, the gist is, I traded your soul to Dwayne here in exchange for some repair work done on the car. You what? <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a fan belt or something like that. I'm not really an expert in cars. All right, Dwayne, get out of here. I'm sorry, but I can't do that. You will do that unless you want to deal directly with the cops, man. Oh, Carl, I wouldn't call the cops if I were you. Miller, stay out of this. Hey, it's just a deal is a deal, and I think you should keep your end of it. It's not my deal, man. It's your deal. I can't believe you sold my soul to the devil for a used fan belt. That's it? Well, technically, he is the son of the devil. I'm Dwayne. Hi, Dwayne. Hi. You're a girl. Yes, I am. <laughs> anyway, Dwayne was working at the repair shop, and he's really gifted with cars. It would have cost me $49.95 for a brand new factory part, but Dwayne had a used belt in the back. That's right. And the used part would have cost me like 15 bucks, but I didn't want to break a 20, so we were discussing alternative methods of payment, and when Dwayne brought up the part about eternal damnation, well, how could I say no? All right, so just so I'm <laughs> clear on this, using my power of attorney, which, by the way, I did not grant you, you traded my soul for a freaking used automobile part? Yes. I didn't want to break the 20, <laughs> see? Do you and like stamps? I like to collect stamps. No, actually, I hate stamps. All right, Mark, fine. You sold my soul to the devil. Son of the devil. The big man downstairs, he's my dad. Uh, that still doesn't explain why Dwayne here is in the studio right now. Oh, right. I knew there was something else I forgot. Oh, God. Watch your language. Sorry. That's okay. What about moth? I collect moth, too. I have a moth collection that's almost... I hate moss. Carl, unfortunately, souls these days, they just don't carry the bargaining weight that they used to. That's right. So I had to throw in a kicker to sweeten the deal. I'll say. Uh, I don't think I want to know where this is going. Well, Carl, it isn't easy being the son of the devil. That's right. I mean, first of all, you're living in the shadow of the big boss man. And second of all, you're doing this nasty shit all the time, collecting souls, dealing with bad guys. I mean, you know what it's like, Carl. I'm sure I don't. Well, what I'm getting at, Carl, is that when your mind is focused on the business of running damnation, it's hard to find time to make friends. So, in addition to selling your soul, I also assured Dwayne here that you'd be his friend. What? I'm Dwayne. Do you like going to sci-fi conventions? I'd like to dress up when I go. See, he's not such a bad guy, and I, I think you'll find you have a lot in common with the son of the devil. Sometimes I go as a stormtrooper. I think Princess Leia in episode six is Dwayne, get out. I'm sorry, but my friendship is not for sale. Oh, come on, Carl. He seems like a nice enough guy to me. What? Carl, he seems like an okay guy to me. Give Wayne a chance. You're a girl. Yes, Mark, I am. Mark, are you sure that he's the son of the devil? Oh, yeah. It's him. How do you know? Ask for his card. Uh, Dwayne, do you have a business card or something? Yes, indeedy, I do. Uh, Dwayne, apprentice mechanic at Joe's Repair and Body Shop, and son of the devil. See, it's him. Sounds like the real deal to me. All right, fine. Dwayne can sit in on the shows, but you don't have my soul. I never gave Miller power of attorney. Didn't want to break a 20. F***ing A. Jeff, when you get this, when you edit this, man, I want all this shit taken out of the show. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? I have pewter wizards and monsters that I painted myself. <sighs> and now it's time for Richard the Toy Boy. Richard. Yeah, man. You got some toys for us, man. Yeah, in fact, I think I got the perfect toy for you, Carl. You think Just so? the sort of thing you need at a time like this. Oh, God. Take a look at shrinkstu.com slash seven, H is in hotel, T as in tango. To our friends at Helicor and the Stress Eraser. Ooh. The Stress Eraser. Check it out, man. The Stress Eraser. Just what you need. Very hmm. useful. It looks now, like an iPod, though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. What very does it do? iPod-ish, very electronic. They want... $400 for it. Let me tell you what it actually does. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. There's an infrared sensor on the back. You're supposed to hold this against your arm. It measures your pulse rate and shows you a wave for your pulse. It's biofeedback. Okay? Now, how do you imagine this would relieve stress? You then do deep, slow breaths, and you push 
the breathe button every time you do it, and it meters your rate of breath to your pulse rate and gives you a score. Until you can get to a certain score, say for very stressful moments, a 35. My dad has one of these. You're still stressed. Shut up, Dwayne. What did Dwayne say? I didn't hear it. His dad dad has one of these. My dad has one of these. Okay. (laughs) Loser. Well, he does. Just shut up, man. It's annoying. More annoying than Miller. (laughs) These things blow my mind because in the end, all they're asking you to do is breathe deeply. Jeez, 400 bucks. 400 bucks. That's a good... All right, man. I love that high-tech breathe button, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that really is what puts it over the top, isn't it? You could just See, get I, a button at Radio wanna... Shack and just put breathe on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Here, five bucks, a button that says breathe. I want to I f*** with that little toy's mind by not pressing the breathe button for like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, come on, man, you could do it. Ah. <laughs> uh. What's next? Oh, uh, let's go for a good high-tech toy. One I'd like to have. Shrinkster.com slash 7 H is in hotel. U as in uniform. 7HU. We'll take you to the Confederate Motorcycle Company. Okay. Based in New Orleans with their new specialized motorcycle, the B91 Wraith, constructed entirely of carbon fiber. Oh, cool. Wow. For a mere $50,000, you too can own a handcrafted carbon fiber motorcycle. Notice to lower the center of gravity on the bike, they put the gas tank on the bottom. Hmm. You fill it on the top, but the gas is actually stored underneath the engine. Is there like a jettison button on that tank in case you start getting into trouble? I don't know. (laughs) Pretty interesting looking bike, though, isn't it? It is. Here's the bad news. And the bad news is not 50000 bucks. The bad news is they were only going to make 60 of them this year, and they're all sold. Oh, that is bad news. That is bad news, because I wanted one. It's a framework also made out of, out of carbon, carbon fiber? All carbon fiber. Wow. Every bit of it. That's awesome. It's pretty spectacular. That's cool. It's something, isn't it? I love... I want a motorcycle again. Uh-oh, there you go. I got, I had, and you got I, 50 grand burning a hole in your pocket, right? No, I definitely don't, but I had to get rid of my motorcycle when I got knocked up. It didn't seem right. It, <laughs> it really feels to me like this is a metaphor for something else. I'm thinking about it, thinking hard. Swinging over to the area of good geek toys, shrinkster.com slash 7, H as in hotel, V as in Victor, 7HV. This site's been here a long, long time. It's the IMSA site. Well, if you've never seen an IMSA, these are the original microcomputer. 1975, the first IMSA came out. This is the beginning of it all. And believe it or not, these guys are still in business and still producing a product. Wow. Guess what it is. (laughs) Their ad campaign's the same, too. Looks like a Heathkit, man. Well, Heathkit modeled their thing after these guys. They came first, first. So believe it or not, they're still making an IMSA model, except now it fits in the front of the case, a regular PC fits in the back of the case, and there's a USB interface to it. My dad designed the Macintosh! (laughs) Shut up, Dwayne. What did he say? His dad dad apparently designed designed the Macintosh. (laughs) What are you talking about, man? Just shut up. Carl, try to be a little friendlier, okay? He's You're not making me look good. Maybe he took some of that medication that your friends in the boat took. I'll get you back for this, Miller. (laughs) Dude, I I figured you needed a friend, man. (laughs) Should help you out a bit, help you relax. Sorry, Richard. Go ahead. If you scroll down a ways, you can see a picture of where they've got the PC in the back and they've got the IMSA machine in the front. So it all fits in one chassis. So if you've got an urge to do a little S100 bus 8080 base development still, you could still do it. IMSA, still in business. Why does it come with touch-up spray? <laughs> Official touch-up spray in microcomputer charcoal gray and IMSA blue. Because you hate to have any chips on your IMSA. All right. Everyone likes an Im- intact IMSA. Yeah. There you go. Sounds like some kind of ethnic food. So I know mm, Karen's IMSA. like in a big quandary now. She's like, motorcycle or IMSA? <laughs> mm. I've got one more toy, but this time I've got one for Karen. Uh-oh. 
Shrinks.com slash seven. H is in hotel. W is in whiskey. I'm really, really You really scared. should be. <laughs> the site is Vibrators Are Us. No, no. it's Little Mink's Removable Dance Poles. Oh, oh, I totally cool. want one of those. <laughs> I told you. I'm totally serious. There you I go. Have... The site that will sell you every kind of pole you ever wanted. And videos and clothing. I, I have a video, guys. I totally have a video. <laughs> You're not I'm serious. serious. There's a stri- I'll sh- I'll give it to you. It's hysterical. There's a stripper size video. That's like an exercise video, but it's so hard without the pole. And I went online to try to find a pole, <laughs> and I couldn't find one. Richard, you are a hero. I am here for you, my dear. What can Providing I tell you? Providing poles to strippers around the world. There you go. Check out under the dance pole section. You can see all the different models. From polished steel to brass. Well, I have kind of one in my house, but it's not that good. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. So tell me about this video. It's Carmen Electra does a stripper. It's actually the, a really killer hard workout at the end. <laughs> she strips, really? <laughs> it's the whole point. No, but there's, you know, that my favorite store in Boston, my favorite town, the grand opening, the sex shop geared towards women. Did I ever tell That's you about that? That's called the grand opening. The grand opening. opening. Great. Isn't the that funny? The grand opening. Well, they teach stripper classes there all the time, and they have a pole. So I just thought it would be... <laughs> Look at this. The ceiling mount does require one bolt into a joist, which can be found using a stud, stud finder. finder. There you go. Notice the rotator options so that the pole will spin yep. freely. Well, they Reduces do that at friction. clubs they do. They spin when you spin. Yeah. I hear. You hear? Does not surprise me that somewhere. Karen knows this. Yeah, notice that they have these models are designed to handle people up to 250 pounds. Oh, thank God. So this will... Your neighbor. Gladys. Gladys is all set on her dance pole in the backyard. Just what I fucking need, man. Thanks a lot, My Karen. My dad invented those. <laughs> I'm Shut thinking 250 up. pounds, you don't want to be on the stripper pole. I'll now have to change gears and head for Japan land. I've got three different, well, even more. I got a bunch of Japanese toys. Shrinkster.com slash seven. H is in hotel. X as in X-ray. A little blog entry here, a blog site called RFID in Japan, mm-hmm. talking about RFIDs for lost children. And RFID stands for, just to clarify. Radio frequency ID tags. All right. So this is one of the signs of the apocalypse. <laughs> no, it's the not. development of radio no, frequency ID tags. No, it's not. That's true. It is. No, it's not. You guys aren't right about that. No, I, there's documentation on this. No, I know about the apocalypse, man. You're all wrong. Will you <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Jesus. You know, Dwayne, you're gonna have to hang out here more often. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. Why did you give him a mic, Carl? I didn't <laughs> give him a mic. He just oh, took a mic, and God. he won't give it back, and he won't get out. He drooled on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> get a, get a, put Whatever. that pop filter so it's under his chin, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> You're not laughing at me, are you? No. No, no. No, Dwayne, no, we're not. But no. you do have to be quiet, okay, You do have honey? to be quiet. You're a girl, aren't you? Yes, I am. So here's the idea. You mount this tag on your child, which actually has a kind of barcode I printed on it. Like a QR code. And if your kid's lost... These people are running around with scanners to scan your child, which then reads the codes, pulls out your email address, and then sends it to the parent via SMS. Nice. That's pretty messed up. Who's doing that? Who's scanning the children? Who is the scanner of the children? Who are the scanners of the children? It says someone. I I don't like... But then everybody's kid gets scanned? Come no. with me, little girl, and I'll scan you. No, I just want one of those <laughs> chips in Mexico implanted in my kids so that you can, like, GPS, you know. And know where they are. Yeah. And I'll take it out when they're, like, 25, but that, I don't want anyone scanning the kids. That's weird. I can set that up for you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fine. thought no, you were not a, a mechanic. Before you leave this page, notice the link that says, light bulb says, I died. Yeah, I did see that. That must be a translation, isn't it? No. Click on the link. Oh, maybe when it's going Another application for the same technology developed by our friends at Fujitsu is to create a smart light bulb. Now, I don't buy this segue because think about the technology involved in this line. 
When a light bulb dies, it can send out the signal via a power line and then to the internet so one can get an SMS message saying, buy a new light bulb. Okay. <laughs> now, last no, time I tried to plug a power jack into the internet, it caught fire. <laughs> okay. So not quite that simple, you guys. It's this real world experience that gives uh, Richard the uh, big bucks <laughs> in the consulting right. business. They don't call him the toy boy for nothing. No, no. for God's sakes, man. Don't plug that into an outlet. That's an internet <laughs> it's not connection. not that I'm that smart. It's that I've done all the stupid things first. RFID doesn't work. What? Shut up, Shut up Dwayne. <laughs> what? Just He's trying to get on my nerves now, Carl. Okay. I'm going to so kill fault, you, Mark. Ass. I, won't, I just oh. want a light bulb that says I died so that when I'm dead, it goes on and some, everybody's like, okay, he's dead now. <laughs> we can all relax. He's dead. Not going to work. I died. Well, but nobody has to scan the other light bulbs. So, I mean. All right, let's move on. Move on. Moving right along. I'm going to throw yet here another bad off. Japanese Ow. toy. Stop him. slash <laughs> seven H is in hotel. Y as in Yankee. Gonna have to put the pop filter somewhere else. <laughs> Down a little lower. <laughs> there was a little pop. Oh, yeah. this is a good idea. Speaking of pop, kids those beer. Those fun guys in Japan are making kids beer. What the f- is up with these Japanese people? Kids beer. Is this what they major in in college? Is You're how a to party pooper. How to create Carl. crazy wacky shit for people. So this was originally a drink called Guarana. And oddly enough, nobody wanted it. Then they renamed it Kids Beer because it looks like beer, but it's a carbonated beverage. No alcohol involved at all. It's just a sweet pop-like drink that looks like beer. So they called it Kids Beer, and now it's a hit. I'm, I'm quoting from the website. The drink started out as Guarana, which sounds to me like an, a Latin root for shit. That poo, I think. A cola beverage that used to be sold at the, I swear, Shitamachi Ya <laughs> restaurant in, guess where? Fakuko. Fakuoka. Fakuoka. <laughs> I am not making this up. It's Guarana. They used to be sold at the Shitamachi Ya restaurant in Fakuoka. <laughs> you think this is a prank? I love Japan. Fuck you, Oka. I think not offering beer to kids is ageist. Yeah, yeah. ageist. Ageist. You guys, you hippies have got an ist for everything. You hippies. Yeah. Don't get Mark started. Even kids cannot stand life unless they have a drink. <laughs> you bet your ass. Good for them. Kids, your life kids. sucks. Get a beer now. Good well, Lord. Can. There you go. That and a mullet, and you got it made. <laughs> mullet. Hey, what's wrong with mullets? I have a mullet. We don't know, because you're wearing a helmet, Dwayne. You know, I'm not surprised that you do, Dwayne. Dwayne. The Antichrist has a helmet. I, I, mean, I, 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 a I did read that the mullet was one of the signs of the Antichrist. <laughs> what's that? Oh, God, shut up. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Shrinkster.com slash seven, ages in hotel, Z as in zebra. My last Japanese toy of the week. From Tanaka, the door. (gasps) Now get this. The door. This is a concept of a door where the door is made up of a (gasps) series of metal rods Mm. that fit together. And at the end of each of these rods are sensors. And when you stand in front of these sensors, they move back until they don't see you anymore, effectively making the door opening shaped like you. Sweet. You can, like, skew your arms and legs like you're running through it in a cartoon, and it'll go through it like that. That's awesome. This is what I'm talking about. I'm talking cartoon holes. Is it fast enough so, like, if you're running and you do exactly what Karen's saying, it'll do that? (laughs) I found a video earlier, which I couldn't find for the show, where the guy tries to do that and walks into the door. (laughs) Um, That's not as good. The fun part was when he was sliding boxes back and forth, and only the bottom part would open up enough enough to let the box in and out. Yes, but does it sell in Fuckuoka? Fuck you, Oka. Nothing sells there. I need this door, man. This is cool. I do, too. How much is this door? Is it more than the stripper pole? That it's enough that they wouldn't tell us how much it was. <laughs> if you have to ask. That's right. It's still under research. Crazy. 
That is crazy. Yeah, you know, and after looking at all this crazy Japanese stuff, I thought, you know, the Japanese are not the only ones that are crazy. Because it's football season, right? And a certain amount of craziness comes with football season. North American kind of craziness. U.S. kind of craziness. Take a look at shrinkster.com slash seven. I is in India zero. Seven I O. To sink and the gridiron gadgets. (gasps) Ooh, I like the jockstrap fan. The fan for the floppy thing. (laughs) That's what I gravitated to as well. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I Uh thought you were talking about the hot dog condiment cock It's like super cock for your hot dog. But you know what? That is so male. Because you have to like shoot it on it. No, God forbid you spread it on. You know, God forbid you spread anything. You got to shoot it on. Shall we go through these gadgets in order? And just wait, just for the listeners out there who are not on the internet live, when Karen's talking about a cock gun, she's... (laughs) It's C-A-U-L-K. She's not talking about your first thought, okay? It's you. No, you're supposed to like shoot with a cock the gun, mustard, mustard yes. or ketchup onto your hot dog, yeah, which is right. like... Go ahead. You're dude. supposed to fire them into the hot dog. Right. Oh, Shall we go it. through these in sequence? Yes, Actually, let's just hit the highlights, yeah. shall we? Yeah. I think the fan for the floppy thing has to be clicked on. Yeah, okay. We'll f- Get a good look at the fan, especially the logo <laughs> in the center of the fan. Nice. That's what makes this product worthwhile. Mm, breezy penis. Yeah. Mm, nice. Breezy. Fresh as a morning in the mountains. Richard, Three is Three different a- speed settings. <laughs> is this a Gary Stanley find? Of course it is. <laughs> Gary Stanley is my hero. <laughs> Nothing like putting electricity down by the nether region there. There oh, you go. My Richard, God. who found the stripper And rapidly pole? moving objects. I found the pole, dearie. Oh, you're the man. I'm wearing one of these right now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, bet you are, Yeah, but on your man. head. Get yeah, it off, right. idiot. <laughs> doesn't go on your head. Take a look at the caulking gun, because the caulking gun is worth not, a good look. It's not on my head. All right. So the concept here is you have a caulking gun that holds relish, oh. ketchup, and mustard, and you fire it into the hot dog. That's okay, the most now disgusting that's, thing. That's I pretty think. horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> but what if you shot it through with those condiments and then you tried to cut it like an octopus, like with that Japanese cutter? That would cutter? be a great thing. <laughs> there you go. This is like a savory Twinkie, isn't it? Yeah, you'd oh, get like the relish leg, yes. the ketchup yep. leg, and then the yep. mustard leg. There you go. And three non-condimented legs. And yeah. I, I kind of dug the sharper image massaging shoulder pads, too. Mm, oh, that I would do. That's a there you go. thing. <laughs> little headrest. I hope it doesn't shake your head with like it shakes your shoulders though. That would be like shaken baby syndrome. It's got little dials on the front. I love it. Excuse me, I'm uh, vibrating a little bit too much here, baby. Hold on, let me adjust the. Let me scale it back a bit. A little too much vibrate. <laughs> oh man, this is shall insane. we move along? Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh wait, they have inflatable fans. Hold on. Oh, you can you're look grill. at the inflatable fans. That's pretty funny, Wait, man. Front it's getting, pretty special. Can you grill on your um? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I want to get one of these for Karen. <laughs> you know, signed from a you know an anonymous you know admirer from a secret admirer. Make sure it arrives when Troy's there. I like the belly. <laughs> look, at this, look at the intellectual look, the look on his face. Yeah. Is that a mouth made for loving? I put a little note in there. I had this made in my image, you know, love you. And then when Troy sees it, he'll be looking around for some guy in, you know, white and red paint, ready to kill him. And then I as a practical joke, I get called to dress up like this for a party. <laughs> I'm dressed up as an inflatable fan. <laughs> and Troy go ballistic on Carl. Carl be like, what, what? <laughs> All right, sorry, man. Do you like collecting stamps? Will no. you shut up? But I like it when you're quiet. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, Richard. Oh, Shrinkster.com slash seven eyes at indigo two. Now, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm up for a little obsessive compulsive behavior because I figure anything worth doing is worth Ooh. doing excessively. Oh, I was going to talk okay? about this. So here's this guy who started making stuff with ice cream sticks. 
and it got a little out of hand. Good for him. He made a Viking ship with he, ice cream He made sticks. a Viking, full-size Viking ship, which, by the way, was first launched yesterday with 15 million ice cream sticks. All right. Now, does he have an actual frame behind those ice cream sticks? No, everything is made out of ice cream sticks. Everything. The entire thing is constructed from ice cream sticks. He must have a bellyache. How the hell does he make that seaworthy? That's a good question. A lot of glue. A whole lot of glue. This guy almost made dumber than me this week. But I was wow. thinking, well, all that ice cream, man. That's, I would that's say smarter than you, my smarter friend. Than dumber than you, my ass. Not only Achievable is he a... goals, Miller. Okay. Achievable goals. Not only is he uh, insane, but you know he's got to be a good boat designer. Yeah. He's, you, you can't just make a boat, folks. You know, They have college for that. They have uh, not that degrees simple. for that kind of stuff. There were some great quotes, although I don't see them here, but I think some of the things was, it was worth all the pain but I don't think I'm going to look at ice cream quite the same ever again. <laughs> you know, as an aside, both my brother and my father uh, are naval architects, marine engineers, and my father built boats for a living. Not only did he uh, help build nuclear submarines and engineer them and plan for for uh, EB, but uh, my but brother- But he made them out of popsicle sticks. No, he made them out of aluminum. He made aluminum boats. He built sailboats. He, he built a sailboat that uh, my brother and I- Sailed when we were like three and four years old. We didn't sail it. We just sailed in it. But anyway, yeah. Boats run in my blood. Yeah. So Not with what popsicle can you do? sticks. What can you make? Out- Here, there's a couple of pieces of paper and a coffee cup. What can you do? Me? Can uh, you make a boat? Get to work. I can, I can play you a tune. <laughs> On a boat? Sure. There you go. All right, next. Now, if you should happen to build that boat improperly, I have just the product for you. Shrinkster.com slash 7i is an indigo 3. 7i 3. Vidstone. Those fine folks at Vidstone and their... Oh, wow. Their video panel headstone for your grave. Okay, where's the power come from? And little details like that. Runs on batteries. Batteries? So the idea here is you have a headstone and set in the headstone is a little LCD panel. Runs on batteries. You can hit the button and give this sort of last message you want to give. I can get you a deal on those, Carl. <laughs> no, that's quite all right, Dwayne. Wow. I'm Dwayne. not going to buy one of them. Well, Is that spectacular? So here you go. Headstone with a uh, LCD display mounted in it. Battery powered, plus you can put solar panels on it. So if you're in a sunny place where you're dead, you can keep <laughs> your power charged that way. Uh Weatherproof. It's got headphone jacks. If there's private messages you want to plug your headphones into, you know, pop out of the iPod for a minute. What about biometrics? Like, you know, if you have any nude photos of yourself, you don't want other people to see. Uh, they have to scan their fingerprint. Now, now you know what's going to happen with this? You put it on your gravestone. Somebody's going to come by and say, ah, an LCD snag. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <gasps> I don't think I have much to say. It's like, hey, I'm dead. Right. Well, this isn't really what something you... you would do for yourself. This is something somebody would do for you. Or to you. Or to you. That's Speaking of doing to you, and on the area of automation and audio, shrinkster.com slash 7i4. Been holding on to this one for a while, and I just didn't know what to do with it. So I figured I'd bring it here. Hit the website. Says it all. iPodMyBaby.com. Ooh. That's right. It's jumpers for your baby in three <laughs> sizes with the iPod symbol on the front of it. That's just wrong. <laughs> like the little kid in the bottom. That's funny. Yeah. The iKid. That's just wrong. I Isn't think that pretty that's messed up. Funny? Yeah. If you think that's wrong, <clears throat> take a look at shrinkster.com slash 7i5. 7indigo5. So if you don't have a baby, you can buy one. From Camille Allen. Camille Allen makes one-of-a-kind baby carvings. Wow. Oh, creepy, creepy. Oh, that's creepy. creepy. There's something very creepy about you know these. Why? Scroll down. You want something really disturbing? Look at the oh. life-size models that would fit into that outfit they're, so nicely. They're oh, like They're like bite-sized babies. They're like yeah. snacking the babies. The little four-inch ones? Ugh. You could saté a bunch in a pan. That's right. They're like little... Yummy snacks, not you know, babies. You know, who is it that said that humans are really freaked out by fake things that look just a little 
Too real. Too human, right. But not perfect. My dad. <laughs> Shut up. Twain. Whatever. You know? Hey, Carl, did you give him permission to sleep over? Because he's crawling into your bed. Twain. <laughs> Twain. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sorry. Kind of looks cute, though, all tired. And, and... Uh, God damn it. Carl, you've got a new friend. If you need another friend for a thousand bucks, you can get yourself a life-size silicone baby. How do you how do you get to the life-size ones? I'm not seeing those. On Click this on page. the life-size link. Yeah. Oh my god! Ew, ew, ew. The top, sorry. There you go. That is too creepy. Oh they man, are creepy. Uh, look at the silicone vinyl ones. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at those with the staring eyes. Yeah, Andrea. Andrea kind of enthralls me. I want Andrea. I'm okay. I'm really freaked out. By yeah, get you for Christmas. This is really it's it's sad. What this you know is this is totally creeping me out. So I figured I need to share it with okay. you. Yeah, no, why too, do you guys chills. find this so creepy? Maybe you need to investigate your own selves. Ugh, that's why even creepier. Cre- Don't we're not going there. Yeah, thanks, Doctor Ruth. <laughs> Doctor Phil. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know what's so creepy about it. You are an idiocy addict. You are a stupidity addict. Face it. <laughs> what is that? Is that is that, that Dwayne's was Dr. dad? Phil. Who's that talking? <laughs> all right. Well, um, I'd like to give a special shout out for all the local listeners who are who read about us in the New London Day, and maybe maybe we should apologize too. You know. <laughs> to them for the same sorry. reason. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh boy, we're sorry. We're, we're we really sorry. <laughs> we didn't mean to podcast. <laughs> no, we're, we're really sorry. Whoopsie. All right. Well, all our fault. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we'll extend that invitation if anybody is local and they want to come hang out in the studio. Um, can't we screen Thursday them? nights? Yeah, we want to screen. Yeah, we need well. to screen you. Well, make sure you're self-screening, all right? <laughs> Leave that up to you. Go in in the other room and screen yourself. <laughs> all right. Have a good week. See you next week.